1: Record would like to acknowledge that right now we are broadcasting on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be.
2: You're tuned into to For The Record here on FBI Radio 94.5, that track right there, Apologetic Shoulder Blades by the one and only Baths. That's right, we're taking you back to 2010 with the record Cerulean. It's a, one of my favourite albums and I think, like, almost a, a little hidden gem. Obviously, it definitely got a lot of press at the time, but I feel like people don't really talk about Baths enough and, and I want to I wanna refresh people's memories.
1: Baths, to me, is definitely a if-you-know-you-know you know kind of band. At least, like, recently, um, if you are really big on Flying Lotus or if you're a big Jonty fan, it's very easy to see the influence of Baths.
2: Yeah, and I mean, if we want to go back to the beat scene, the LA beat scene in 2010, obviously Flying Lotus was flying high off um, of uh, Los Angeles and then just releasing Cosmogramma. So he's sort of like the kingpin of the beat scene. And you, that kind of drew a lot of people to want to come to LA and start to make beats and try and get their, uh, like, one kind of foot in that scene. And you'd be f- almost forgiven for thinking... Uh, that Will of Baths was one of those people. But I think if you kind of listen to his music a couple of times, you realise that he's so much more than just that and absolutely has a place within that scene and I think is almost a little bit of the the variety that that LA Beat scene needed. He kind of adds this little this little twinkle to, to the LA Beat scene that I think wasn't kind of there initially.
1: Yeah, so uh, to me he adds this, like, soulful flourish to to the beats and to his music and in his music and across this record cerulean which if you've just tuned in this is for the record we're going through the album from top to bottom in full right up until 1 p.m right here on fbi radio 94.5 my name's Maya billick and i'm joined by dan gordon and we want to hear what you think if you remember Barth, if you remember this record if you're coming across it for the first time the text line is open on oh, no, 09, 945, 945. And I think more than anything, the reason this record stands out is that while it might be one of many in a sea of LA beat tapes, there is something that sets it apart. It's yeah. it's different.
2: Yeah, I think it has it almost has this heart that most of the other records in that kind of same bracket doesn't have. There's this emotional quality to mm. the music that baths make that is so relatable so real so kind of there in your face and it really comes across in his music and Will it's, sorry you can go. I was
1: gonna say it's just so incredibly emotional <clears throat> excuse me it's so emotional to listen to as well
2: yeah he's, he's kind of come out and said that the reason he chose Baths as a name was they were his escape they were his way of kind of meditating taking himself out of the picture for a moment and kind of looking at the bigger picture and that kind of comes across in his music so well, I think, that that idea of, like, being the dreamer or taking yourself out of the equation and realising that there's something much bigger than you going on really, really comes through in all the little intricacies and little twinkles that he puts on the pianos and some of the guitars. And I'm really, really excited to listen to this one and kind of kind of talk about it.
1: Yeah, it's an incredibly intimate record. There's this quality to it that... It's very much one of those albums that you feel when you're listening to it, it's just between you and him.
2: Forever underrated. I feel like Bath Cerulean is one of those records. You're tuned in for the record here on FBI Radio ninety four point five, and we are running through a bit more of the album right now.
1: We kicked it off with apologetic shoulder blades, and right now we're gonna dig into lovely blood flow. You're an FBI. <laughs> we wow. wow. With maximalist right there at the back of love heart and lovely blood flow. My name is Maya Bleak, and I'm joined by Dan Gordon, here on FBI for For the Record. We're unpacking uh, the Baths album Cerulean. So stay with us. We're only really just really touched the surface of this record. Hey, Dan.
2: Now, when when talking about Baths, um, you've kind of inevitably got to talk about his history with the piano and. He was uh, classically trained, as they say. And and it's a little bit of a trope nowadays to say that because everyone and their dog was supposedly classically trained. (laughs) But I think it's a big part of the makeup that makes Bath's music. He was trained from four until about, I want to say, 18 or 19 and then threw away the keys. He didn't want any part of classical music and only kind of picked it back up when he started playing for himself. He started improvising, playing music that he wanted to play. And I think that kind of unlocked the world that is Baths and is Baths today and is a really, really important part and characteristic of his him as a musician.
1: Mm, and I think sonically we've touched on how this record fits in terms of the wave at that point in time of the LA beat scene, but something that also really strikes to me about this album and about Bath as a producer is what this album um, contributes as well to the chill wave scene.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think it's it would be really easy to lump him in with, you know, your washed outs and your neon Indians uh, and even like your Tory Moirs. But one thing that I think, aside from musically this not really being Chillwave, his beats just hit harder. They have so much bite to them. And I, I just don't... I think that that is something he was and is and should be so, so proud of, the fact that he's... He can kind of go toe-to-toe with anyone, like, on on a beats point of view, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think where this record goes above in terms of that sense is that it is a bit more than chill it's what we said earlier it's emotional you can feel parts of the songs pick up as Will gets excited or slow down if he starts to get in his feelings a little bit more or feel a bit sadder and softer about something there's a real uh, e- energy that flows through that shifts which sounds like such a wanky thing to say but if you're listening and you, you're really taking the time to like pay attention to the rhythm and how it's changing time constantly and how there's little twinkles and flourishes and extra details and where they stop, you'll understand what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, the Bath's music is almost effortlessly colourful, isn't it? He uses Mm. polyrhythm after polyrhythm, syncopated beats that bounce off one another. There's so much happening. But he also finds a way to kind of give you a little bit of tunnel vision so you know exactly where to latch on to the song and there's amidst all this chaos surrounding you there's an absolute blueprint for what he's trying to say and i think that's so important especially with with his singing because i i don't while i don't think he's doing anything that's you know reinventing the wheel um singing wise or lyric wise i think that that helps the music because if he was trying to do overly complicated stuff using all these crazy metaphors in his in his lyrics i just think it would get lost amidst the all of the stuff that's going on musically. So I think that keeping it simple was a really, really smart decision on his part.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think it also goes without saying how he treats this album differently and even plays parts of this record differently in the time since, you know, since coming out as well, Um, how different the headspace you can tell that he's in with this record and now retrospectively looking back and i only say that because i had the chance to catch him play at the lansdowne um, a little while ago and he performed lovely blood flow and bear in mind this poor person had almost lost his voice and was still going to play a show but rather than riding on the lower scale of of the song he was really like singing this track out like a pop song like a banger and really like adding an extra element with his own voice and a new breath of of life and vigor and energy to it
2: Mm. I think the other thing to remember with an album like this is he's he's a 21 year old kid at this point and he's the this this album is at its core a love album it's it's a record full of love songs and kind of you know what comes with that at the age of 21 so it's it's nice to hear that really coming through in the album as well, what he's going through at the age of 21.
1: And on that, we're going to jump into a little more of Cerulean right here on FBI. Drop us a line on 0409 945 945. And very quickly, we want to give a shout out to Christopher from Summer Hill, who just signed up this morning to be a new FBI radio supporter. If you want to follow Chris's lead... And support FBI, all you got to do is head to slash support and you can donate for as little as five or ten bucks a month. And in return, you get some sweet treats, sweet rewards, some free stuff, um, and extra news and details on things that's happening in FBI.
2: And this one is a pretty special song. This is actually the song that I first discovered Baths with. I think it's probably that's probably true for a lot of people. <laughs> Definitely the out-and-out banger, if you will, on this record. This is Animals. You're on FBI.
1: You're an FBI 94.5. I 94.5
2: listening to Baths on FBI Radio 94.5, that track right there. A couple of, hu- a couple of heavy hitters in there, actually. Uh, Hall, up the top, we heard Animals, and then Rafting, star, Everglades. We've been listening to the Baths album, Cerulean. Very, very nice stuff.
1: I mean, it is a brilliant record, and I think more than anything, the legacy of this record is that it was a brilliant debut and showed that there was only ways for baths to move on the up after Cerulean. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, I think it it's there's so much, so much heart to not just the way that he creates music, but the way that he performs as well. If you've if you've watched any if you've been lucky enough to see baths or you've watched any um of his videos online, he puts so much of himself into his live performance and electronic music often gets like a bit of a stick uh, for you know, people just kind of phoning it in, not really doing too much. But if you've watched any of his stuff, you can, I think, you can kind of eat those words a little bit, at least when it comes to baths, because he's really, really putting a lot of hard work and energy, and probably, you know, it takes more out of him than some than some of, uh, you know, traditional music, live music. I think.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think also what this record goes to show is more than anything. Will's own interpretation of romanticism and that's very much I think the way to describe this record. It's dreamy in the best way possible, it's emotional and loving and vulnerable in that way where almost as if there's someone longing for not only this type of like feeling or relationship with someone but that there's a greener grass on the other side.
2: Yeah, and I think he's not completely head in the clouds. You know, he does, at least in in my eyes, try and keep, you know, a toe, a pinky, on the ground at least a little bit, uh, which I think really helps this album not fall into that kind of mood, music, soundscape, uh, soundscape category.
1: It's it's very grounded, escapist music. Yeah, if that makes sense. I mean, like that's a bit of an oxymoron, but. It is. The flourishes he adds, the way that he is able to take his classical training and completely reinterpret it um, into electronic music and manipulate waveforms and sounds and time signatures, 10 out of 10.
2: Yeah, in a, in a way he kind of runs through nearly every single emotion on this album and really puts his life experience that he'd had up until that point all all or nothing into this and... It's really, really nice to hear. And I think that an album like this probably deserves a little bit more cred than it gets. Um, But maybe it is just one of those, you know, ah, remember that album kind of albums, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with.
1: Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think it was even Pitchfork who said that the legacy that this record has is placing Baths as something of the pop voice that the LA beat scene never realized it needed they said in their review
2: yeah and i think it's it's that's pretty pretty bang on because like i said at the beginning you would if you would be excused to think that initially bass was just one of those uh people chasing that LA beat scene dream but i think he kind of revealed just enough of himself to kind of edge edge above the rest of the supposed competition trying to get into that you know um tinkering tinkering drum sound
1: yeah i mean and this next song you my excuse to travel is almost a little bit i want to say passion pity and the way that he's able to take you know a bit of flying lotus a bit of like you said dan a bit of toro bit of passion pit mix it all up make it completely his own if that's not the signifier of an inventive new artist well, on that, we're going to jump into the second half of Cerulean, right here And For the Record. My name's Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon.
2: If you want to get in touch, 0409 945, 945 is the spot to do so. We'd love to hear from you, your thoughts on baths and anything in between.
1: You're an FBI.
0: I still smell your Distance Aside. Still smothering, Distance Aside. All the water that it kept me alive. I will miss you, Distance Aside. I still smell you, Distance Aside. Still smothering, Distance Aside. Oh, the water that it kept me alive. Distance aside, still smell the rain, distance aside. Oh, water that it kept me alive. I will miss you, distance aside. I still smell you, distance aside. Still smell the rain, distance aside. Oh, water that it kept me alive. I will miss you, distance aside.
1: Right here on FBI Radio, that is Baths uh, with Indoorsy, a piece from his record Cerulean, before that, Rain Smell, and You're My Excuse to Travel.
2: What a pleasure listening to that album this week on the show. But that's about all we've got time for. We're going to play the last couple of tracks for you as we end it up. And dip out and make
1: some way for Lunch with Kiki Amaber. She's going to be taking care of you right here on FBI 94.5 until three o'clock and then you've got Arvos with Darren Lasagas we've got you covered for the rest of the day don't go anywhere
2: as always an action-packed afternoon huge huge radio uh, <laughs> definitely stick along for it
1: we're going to leave you with the final pieces of Cerulean but before we do that don't forget you can listen back to today's show at fbiradio.com slash programs just click on For the Record or you can download Wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: If you want to get in touch, for the record, at FBI com is the spot to do so. Or you can follow us on Instagram. For the record, FM is the handle. Love to hear from you.
1: you get a cheeky sneak peek of the album before every show. And on that, we will see you here at the same time next week. This one is Plea, and we're going to wrap it with Departure. Give Kiki some love on 0409 945 945.
2: You're an FBI?
0: such physicality is not that much past our youth. We're said to be dead. the